Introducing the Glorious Living Podcast, a ministry of Ruwak and Jasmine Ministries, where we provide biblical insights on God's designs and purpose for your magnificent life. Here's your host, Jasmine Ford. Hi, everyone. Hi, friends. I am so excited to be with you on the Glorious Living Podcast. I just had a few thoughts that I wanted to share with you. Um, I've been just reflecting on just life in general and what kind of message that we are sharing with other people from our lives. And so I was taken to um, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. And it says, do we begin again to commend ourselves or do we need, as some others, epistles of a commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? You are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh that is of the heart. And in reading this, and it's it's convicting, um, it was written by Paul. Paul wrote um, most of the epistles, when we say epistles, we're saying letters. So when when Paul wrote most of these epistles uh, in the New Testament, um, they were written as letters. So, so we have numbers, we have chapter and verse numbers, but that's not how it was written originally. They were letters, scrolls that they were passed around as Paul would hear about um, the new believers and their faith. Uh, sometimes he wrote a letter of correction. Sometimes he wrote letters of commendation. So he wrote encouraging them. Sometimes they were just letters of encouragement. But I wondered uh, when the Bible says that you are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. I wonder when people look at us as believers, uh, what are we known by and what are they reading? Because I realize no matter how much, uh, how popular you are, if you're in the pulpit, if you're popular and or what you consider not popular, that all are loved by God and someone is watching you. Someone is knowing you, knowing your ways, and someone is reading you. I always uh, share this funny story. One of my family members came to church with me one time and they were not saved. And as they sat, we were at this big giant church and and I was really proud because I worked for the ministry. And so we got special seating. Um, I was a church snob, y'all. So just just y'all y'all pray for me. I'm not anymore, but I used to be a church snob. But I was just so proud that to be sitting in these VIP seats. And, and as we're sitting there waiting for service to start, we're facing the pulpit. And my guest, who is not saved, was able to tell me about the sins of the people walking around in the pulpit. And they were saying things like, oh, that person is cheating on his wife, or that person is um, secretly leading a homosexual lifestyle, but nobody knows, or this, and he, and this, <laughs> he just kept going on and on. I had to hit him and I had to say, stop. And, but because he had a familiar spirit that can that can see sin from a mile away because he's familiar with that spirit of sin. 
um, he was able to clock what we call clocking. He was able to mark each each person who was struggling with a secret sin. And I say that to say that when the Bible says that that you are an epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men, that we are lived. The Bible says we are living epistles. We are living, breathing, walking letters. And we have to be mindful because people are reading us. I think sometimes we think that that, you know, our sin doesn't matter, but it matters to God and it separates us from him. And people who are not yet saved, those who are strong in the faith, they can they they can they can discern your secret sins. They can discern what you struggle with. And this was a person who was not of the faith who came to church because I asked him, but while he was there, he saw the sin. And it just helped me to look at my own self and look at my own sin and not be satisfied to say, oh, that's just me. That's not what the word of God says. You know, the greatest temptation for me is to um, kind of, go to sleep. What I mean by that is to, to stop fighting so hard to either share the gospel or to submit my sin to the Lord Jesus Christ and ask him to help me. The temptation is to kind of go with the flow and fall asleep and not care so much about sin because the world tells you, you need to do you. You only have one life, so you need to live it. This is your life. You can do whatever you want to, but that's not what the what the Bible says. The Bible says that your life is not your own anymore. If you are confessing a love for Jesus Christ and you have confessed with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord over your life, that he's not just the Messiah. He is Lord over your life. So Lord means that I have to obey him. And it's, it's, you know, people will tell you, oh, this is love or this is what love means. But we have to go back and say, what does God say that love is? And God says that if you say that you love me, you will obey me. And obeying him means I am going to be a walking, living letter to those who read me. Are they reading in me grace and love and gentleness and peacefulness? Or are they reading gossip, strife, a cantankerous spirit, <laughs> someone who is not satisfied unless there's there's division? Or do they see me as a peacemaker, one who is seeking after the heart of God? Now, I'm not talking about perfection here. I am talking about being a living epistle that when people read you, they're reading the Bible coming to life. You know, I am not satisfied with my walk with the Lord. I enjoy my walk with the Lord, but I refuse to be satisfied. I want to take sin and I want to, to nail it to the cross. And I'm not going to pick that sin back up again. I want to nail it to the cross and leave it there because I want the Lord to be proud of who I am. I want him to be proud of my walk with him. I don't want to fake it. I don't want to say the right words, but the entire time my heart is so far from God because, because especially in America, you know, it's the gospel and preachers and teachers, and it can be exciting, but some people just know the right words to say. Some people are just charismatic. 
do you know the difference from someone who's just charismatic, but in their heart, they have a heart of stone. Their hearts are so far from the Lord. You don't see any fruit. And so I jumped on here today just to share with you that God is calling us to be living epistles for him. You, know, you have to put blinders on your eyes and put like earplugs in your ear so you can only hear God's voice and hear what he is saying. And holiness matters to him. Being a peacemaker matters to him. Um, not gossiping about other people matters to him. Not being the one that's producing strife and gossiping about other people so you can hide your own sin so that you won't be found out. That matters to him. It matters when you don't unify the body of Christ, but you're trying to uh, tear them apart so that your sin cannot be found out. And what I, I, I know to be true is that when you are in the body of Christ, God will give you opportunities to repent. He'll give you opportunities in second and third and fourth and fifth and chances to get it right. But at a certain point, if you will not repent, your sins will find you. And so I want your life to be a life that Jesus is proud of. Not that we say that he's proud of, but he's really proud. And I think that the longer you walk with the Lord, the more you can feel his pleasure of what you do how you behave, how you respond when you're disappointed, angry, or upset about someone, that matters how you respond to life. It matters when you decide to walk in holiness or not. It matters that you are a living epistle. You are a billboard for the Lord. You are a billboard for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because some people are not reading the Bible. They're reading you. And I just pray that what they're reading is fruitful and leads them to Christ. Not to you, but your life leads them to Christ. That's all I have for right now. Love you guys. Love you with the love of the Lord. And may we all walk as living epistles. Jesus loves you. And I do too. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Glorious Living Podcast. We pray you have been inspired to share the gospel, walk in obedience to the Holy Spirit, and to shine brightly for Jesus. For more resources, check out our website at ruwalkandjasmine.com. Remember, Jesus loves you and Jesus is Lord.